Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Positivity. Steve, how's, how's it going, mate? You alright? Nah, you mate. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, all good, all good. What are you doing? Sorry, what'd you say? I'm fine, sir. Yeah. Just um. Just kind of like, you know, kind of produce as much content as I can, really. Um, and just kind of finding new ways to kind of, uh, you know, work with, you know, what's going on at the minute. And I'll feel hard lockdown shooting you. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's different. It's, um, I mean, where I live, it's pretty quiet as it is, you know, without this going on. So... It is a lot more quieter where I live, but I think, you know, it's just trying to stay busy, you know, being productive. It's, um, it's, it's, it's I don't know, I think it, it's taken a while to get used to. Yeah, feels longer than two weeks old, isn't it? Yeah, like, um, I talked to my girlfriend last night on FaceTime and I was like, it feels like a year. <laughs> I did a meme the other day for the football season saying, I can't believe we've had two months without football. And I said, it's been two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially if you like, you know, you like football and everything, you watch it. Yeah. Well, that's all I watch, really. Are you watching all the repeats? I have been, yeah. But it's just not the same. Yeah. How has it, it affected you? Like, when you're in a... Yeah, like, yeah. I, can't, I can't cope with it, mate. Like, it's stressing me out. Been having panic attacks and everything. Never even had a panic attack in my life. Yeah. But I've been trying to do... Been going on a few jogs of the morning before anyone coming out. But it's funny, like, if I see someone, I'll just cross over. Like, I can't get yeah. a fan away from But if I'm running down the street... She's over onto my child, I start fuming on him, like, oh, what are you doing? And then I go, yeah. Yeah, I um, I I had that yesterday. I, I went for a run yesterday, and uh, it's like you're zigzagging across across from people. Yeah, well, it's not too bad really for me because I've been doing it quite early, like about seven or six, seven o'clock. Which I've noticed. Yeah, people seem to be more friendly towards each other because we haven't seen anyone for a while. And even myself, like normally I've had run past someone, I just ignore them, and I find myself saying hello to people. I <laughs> say hello to, and then they, they see yeah. my say hello. Bro. Yeah, you you run past them, and then you end up catching it or something like that. Yeah, it's um. So what'd you say? What else has been going on there? What else you been doing to keep busy? Yeah, just being um. I've been on like doing my podcast, you know. I often I've done around, you know, since my twentieth one. I've done that, yeah. so oh, I yeah, just kind of, yeah. No, I appreciate. It. I've just been kind of like 
chasing up messages with people, you know, in regards to doing the podcasts and, you know, chasing up with that, um, booking them all in and just trying to be consistent with it. Yeah. I'd say. YouTube. You got them on YouTube and anything yet? That's what I'm in the process of doing. I'm looking at putting them on YouTube. I'm looking at putting them on SoundCloud. And I'm looking at, at some stage, you know, doing video. Yeah. Because I, I downloaded an app where I can convert video to audio. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Have you been watching? So, yeah. With Gary v? Yeah, yeah. I, I, have been, I was watching his uh, tea with Gary V. You've been watching that. He, um, I saw it yesterday. That's pretty good to watch, you know, when you have time to. Yeah, I've been watching it myself. Like, that's the sort of same thing you want to do where you've got people up and then you record it. Yeah, that's kind of like similar to what I want to do. So I'll have people on, talk about things, and then I can kind of transfer that to audio as well. Still upload that to this platform and then have it, you know, on video and then save the video for probably Zoom or Instagram Live. Yeah. And then put that onto YouTube and vice versa, like, because that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm doing, but, uh, doing a bit of YouTube myself. I'll show you. Nice. Yeah, I saw, yeah. But I've, uh, I spent the first week looking at video editors trying to get them. Mm. downloaded one. I can't remember what it was called. Mm. It took, me, took me about four days to work out what was going on. Watching video after video on YouTube, trying to learn it, and then I'm sort of getting the hang of it now. Um, yeah. But I was, hoping, I was hoping when I put my video up, about a million views. I've had 64 of them happy with that because my other ones have only had about 10. Yeah. <laughs> I'm open and I'll just keep trying to double it until I get there. So the next one of me, hopefully get 300 and then 600. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's one of those things that kind of take time. It takes time. I mean, sometimes you might put a video on it, it just blows up. Yeah. Uh, it just takes somebody to notice something and then share it sometimes, I think. Yeah. I know someone who did a video and I think Johnny Knoxville shared it on his Instagram and then it got like millions of views. So you just never know who's going to see it. Yeah. With that, I mean, it's quite a nice thing, isn't it? You've got to be into it really to like what I'm doing. But the way it started, I was watching videos on YouTube and then I seen this kid put a tank up and I was looking at his tank just going, oh, you can't have them fish mixed together. What's he doing? Oh my God, what an idiot. And it had like 7 million views. And I was like, what? How's he got 7 million views off that? Really? Looking at his other thing. And I just watched them growing from doing these videos to now. Let's pay to just build ponds. He built a farm in his back garden. And I was like, oh my God, I'm doing that. That's what I'm doing. I'm taking them down. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like. but I think it's good to like see people who are doing what you're doing or doing better, and it kind of gives you motivation to be better than them. Yeah, I mean, that's what I enjoy doing. This, like, I, th- I thought, what can I, what can I do? Because at the minute, I haven't got that much stuff to put on. So I thought, well, if I can get people to send me their videos, I can just make a compilation. Mm. So started off on the Instagram, and I was like trying to get people, and I had like the one or two. Loads of people were liking it, like 200, 200 and then. Not just not getting no feedback, so I just started private messaging them all. Then they were all like, mm. oh, Yeah, I might do, I might do, I'll get around to it. And then when more people started doing it, it sort of went through them. And then I had like mm. 100 videos, and I was like, Well, I'll do about 30. So I felt bad, some of them were terrible, and I thought, It's <laughs> me video. Yeah. But then, but then but I, I, doing it, I enjoyed it, and I was like, I'm into this. And then when I started working, Working out how to use the video editor, I'd, I'd done a few mock-up ones and they were terrible. And then working out how to do it, and then once I got a bit used to it, so I noticed mm. my laptop was too slow to do previews on the video. So I thought I was fucking it up, but it wasn't. It was just when I was previewing, yeah. the text was all over the place. It weren't. It was just yeah. my computer was just slow. And then when I downloaded yeah. it, it saved it as a video. It was fine. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of technical sides to like editing videos and things like that. Yeah, I mean, um, there's a lot of time. The one I've done, I think it looks good, but it probably looks dog shit to somebody who edits video. <laughs> it's, it's better than what, what I started doing. Yeah, 
I think that's that's kind of like you know the good thing about making content. Like you know, you just kind of got to do it. And I think that's all like, kind of what Gary V says. And it's like you've got to just create it and try try not to think about the the views and what other people are thinking. Because yeah. I think you know, like we can post things and we we rely on the views and everything. But like you know, it's like. When I posted that and I was sending it to my mates, they're all laughing and it's off. I look at you doing FaceTime videos, just stay down, I'm like, I'm not bothered. Just, just watch it. Just do his favour and watch it. Yeah, yeah. But the, but the thing is, like, what you're doing, like, you know, with the ponds and your kind of, like, little kind of passion, um, there will be other people out there doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, sure. You know, be people out there who are interested in ponds and fish and gardening and things like that, it's like um, in like the kind of coaching slash like self-development field, you go on Instagram, you see loads of people, you know, who are doing it. You know, you might search cooking videos and there's loads of people doing cooking videos and talking about recipes. And- yeah, or just searching hashtags. Well, what I noticed is when I done my book and I was trying to build my Instagram, I took, well, what I started in, I think, last May or June. And through doing it and doing it, I got up to like 600 and odd followers. And then I started this one about five weeks ago when I'm only at, already at nearly 800 because I sort of know what I'm talking about in it, so it's easier. Rather mm. than the other stuff, I didn't really know what what I was talking about, where, where I'm directing it, and we can look at it in this, and I know, and it's, it's cool. Mm. Yeah. And I guess right, just... more interacting with it as well. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it's like, you know, just to put it out there and just you know, keep keep doing what you're doing yeah. and just kind of, um, I think it helps when you look over things that you've done yeah. and you can kind of reflect and you can kind of like improve on it and stuff. Yeah. I know just doing me book things, it sort of blew up more on Twitter. Twitter was easier, whereas I can't get no following on Twitter for this, whereas me Instagram's gone blew up, but I'm just trying to go out to get into Facebook for it because whenever mm. the post, a lot of people, there's loads of assholes in the group, so if you post something that's yours, they don't like it. They get all high and mighty. Well, being an admin, yeah. and post this, delete this now, or I'll kick you out. So I've just been going and posting it before they get to take it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird with the platforms because, like, you know, each platform has, uh, like, you know, different algorithms and there's, you know, the, the traffic on these platforms varies like yeah. i know like, i've used linkedin in a lot and um there's a lot of people using that at the minute yeah and what you find what you find to get the most stuff off with your with what you're doing is it LinkedIn? Or... Uh, i i would say at the minute probably linkedin and then instagram and then twitter i i, I should use twitter more to be honest i i um I don't use it as much. I I should use TikTok more. But I, I would say with um, LinkedIn, you kind of guarantee to get a connection or a response of somebody. Yeah. Um, it's quite easy to reach out on that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of people, you know, you're engaging in the comments and that's kind of what you've got to do. And especially with Instagram, like I... I've got D-Rock, who's Gary V's kind of videographer yeah. on my Instagram. And uh, he did a post, and it was like a bulletin. And he said, if anyone – I'll share it to you, actually. And he said, if anyone here is making content or wants help with anything, post it in the comments. And then you just put what you're doing and explain it. And you get, you know, responses from people, you know, like replying to you to help you out. Yeah. And that, what's that on? Is that on Instagram or? That, that, that was on Instagram, on Instagram. And then um, it might be on his LinkedIn as well. Yeah. But those things are quite useful, especially with social media and, you know, being connected to people. Yeah. I haven't quite worked out how to do LinkedIn yet. Yeah, it's, um, it, it used to be just kind of used for like, you know, building a CV and looking for jobs. Whereas yeah. I think since Microsoft bought it, a lot more people use it now for yeah. other things. Um, it's more for networking and kind of building your profile. Yeah. But you can look for work on there as well. 
Yeah, and also that because when I when I switch up and paid, there's loads of emails. Do you, do you want an interview for this? And do you want an interview for that? But uh, you know, because I wrote down and I was in car sales, but I was like, just like uh, no thanks, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I know. I think you should probably, you know, get into it. Just put in your lot, you know, your kind of work experience, what you've done, a bit about yourself, and then you can put like, you know, your your content out there. And, yeah. I would it's amazing with the with the fish tank stuff. I don't know whether there'd be that much on there. Uh, might be. There's, there's, yeah, there's so many connections. Even if you um, just put this is what I'm what I'm into. This is what I'm doing. I'm sure there'll be people who connect with you. It's, it's um, pretty amazing. I think I've built like five hundred and something connections now okay, within yeah. the space of like a couple of months. Two months, but but I mean, like, kind of social media is, you know, kind of a lifeline now, isn't it? With yeah, you know, what's happening? Yeah, definitely. Like, what else would you do? Yeah, I started playing on the Xbox and the PlayStation with the kids again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, saying that, I, I play PlayStation with my friends. So I've got like friends still in Nottingham. Um. You know, I've, I've been doing that, you know, to socialise and just for, like, you know, downtime. Yeah. Well, I've been playing on my on me large Call of Duty. Started playing that again. I haven't played that for about 10 years. And uh, I've lost my touch. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, I, used to, I used to just run around. Brilliant Saturday than now. I'm lucky if I killed three people on a team deathmatch. Yeah. I don't talk about it. Yesterday I was made up with myself looking for the A5 off the kids and he was just looking at me like, Dad, you, you shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is a difficult game though. Like, I, I, I played that like um, back in the day when I was at school and then I had a blast on it like a few months ago and I was like, oh, I just can't deal with this anymore. It's just too mm. hard. Well, it's funny because I've been talk- doing about that. I used to, when I was younger, I mean, we used to play it all the time. When we were younger, we'd wait for our master to go to bed and then have a drink and play Call of Duty. And <laughs> I haven't spoken to him for years. I started playing Call of Duty. You know, like, oh, yeah. You're having, having a drink. So I was like, no, I'm not drinking. Don't even think of it. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. Like, some people have been playing that game for years and they're like, absolutely amazing. And um, a lot of people do YouTube, don't they? So, you know, they'll, they'll do that as their kind of job. Yeah. They just play video games, do commentary. Well, yeah, my kids watch. They'll turn their Xbox off and put YouTube on and watch kids or adults playing the game they were playing. And I'm like, why are you watching this? And they're like, because it's cool. And I'm like, but see, you've just been playing it. Why aren't you playing it? Because I want to watch it. I'm like, oh, okay, then. Yeah. So, I have a look at some games I used to play when I was a kid. Just put on. I don't even mm. remember if you remember the game called Medalier Two. What's it? What's it called? Medalier Two Command and Conquer. It was like a war game. Oh yeah, I did see that. I never played it, but uh, yeah, I did see. It. I put the video on YouTube for them. They were all looking at me like, "What's this?" And I was like, okay, "Good, dude. no, this isn't cool. Dad, get get this on instead." Because <laughs> they play Grand Theft Auto all the time. I said, Yeah, I watched the Grand Theft Auto I used to play. You know where it was a bird drive view? Oh, the top down <laughs> yeah. one on PlayStation <laughs> 1. Yeah, yeah. This isn't GTA. I was like, It is. This is the original GTA. And then it reminded me, oh, I see. reminded me of when I was younger. My dad used to say, Play Space Invaders and Pac Man. And I was like, No, they're crap. I'm playing Mario. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing how graphics have evolved and the uh, the detail on video games is absolutely insane. Um, it's amazing. Like I've always loved video games, and I think I always will. I mean, I don't play them as much as I used to, but um, me and my friends have got that Tom Clancy Breakpoint, cool. and um, oh, it's incredible! You know the stuff you can do and the customization of your your character. The weapons, the the realism of like you know the environment and the scale of the map. Yeah. Um, you know, you think back to when you played GTA San Andreas. You know, you thought at the time that was amazing. Yeah, you thought they can't yeah. get better than this. They peaked. <laughs> oh, it's insane! Insane. I mean, but that's that's the kind of how technology you know is 
developing and continues to develop. Yeah, well, I was playing GTA with the kids the other day and do the helicopter cheat and flying out into the ocean and then you're going down miles out into the ocean and there's all corals under the water and you think the detail it must have took forever to make it. Oh, yeah. It's um, it's like Rockstar Games. I think they they got in trouble because their staff were working like a stupid amount of hours in the week. Like... Um, like 70, 80 hours a week, just, you know, doing loads of overtime and ended up sleeping in the offices <laughs> where they worked. And then, the detailing, it's unbelievable. Because they they wanted to, like, you know, with Red Dead Redemption 2, they had made, like, crazy, crazy graphics and crazy amount of time put into that game. And um, it's like with GTA 5, the game is on about, like, the graphics and the detail in that game are so good. Um, it came out in the 360 originally. And then you look at games coming out now and they still aren't as good as GTA 5 yeah. graphics and because they've put so much into it that it's kind of you know years ahead of its time. Yeah, it's unbelievable. How, um, how are you doing for work? Like, have you, have you still kept your job or...? I'm, I'm, I'm employed at the minute. I'm basically... I was working in a clove shop yeah. um, just down the road because I kind of worked in hotels and restaurants and all of that then I kind of you know had a change so I've kind of just been doing my coaching and the podcast thing on the side mm. so that kind of fell through with everything that's going on but previous to this the weather was very bad we had lots of floods and everything oh right yeah uh, not not down here but um, you know other stores were the companies and the you know, down here where I live, it's very quiet, so it's kind of very seasonal. So, you know, my hours went down, yeah. and then this happened. Um, so I'm basically kind of in the process of, you know, setting up my own website, doing my podcast, and just trying to work for myself, really. That's yeah. kind of like, you know, my kind of number one goal at the minute is setting my own thing up. Yeah. But you're never going to have a better time to have more time to set it up, are you? Yeah, well, that's that's exactly it, and um, it's crazy, you know, when you when you have this time, <clears throat> it makes you realise, you know, how your focus is kind of elsewhere. You know, before before this happened, you know, you we're so focused on all this other stuff and uh, procrastinating or being distracted, whereas you know now we kind of think and focus on the things that we kind of need to. Yeah. So you saying yours, just you and your, your mum, or what? Where where am I staying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with my mum and my family. Yeah, um, I was at my my grandma's, but because of everything that's going off, I was like, you know, just going to well, the government have you know advised not to um, spend time with people yeah. over you know a certain age and all of that. You know, shopping for me now on Friday and then I'll go and I'll shit I'll get her to put a chair and a cup of tea out for me and I'll sit like about, about five metres away from a door and then she's shitting yeah. away and then we talk to each other but she can't hear what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> and then she yeah, sheltered accommodation and then because they're not seeing nobody at all so people are neighbours who come out and they're all talking to me and I'm sitting in the middle of them shouting to all of them and none of them can hear what I'm saying <laughs> she'll have to get like a boom box or something and link it up to a phone so when you speak to her on the phone it bluetooths with this boom box or something so they can yeah. hear what you're saying I mean I've I've nipped to my nans and picked up a few bits but I've you know I've, I've just been in my car and they've just left something for me to pick up what I'll turn it what you mean or yeah, yeah, in the driveway or something I'll drive and I'll just pick it yeah. up and then I bang on the door and then I'll pass it the bag like with the handle reached out mm. to her holding me breath and then I'm like blow in and wash yeah. your hands I'll wash them in a minute I'm like wash them now and then wash the bag and then take this off the bags and bin the bag <laughs> yeah I mean it, the thing is we kind of the way we've been living I think we've just been a bit switched off it's not it's not really been in our kind of mindset it's not been in our Thoughts as it, you know, things like this, germs and viruses. To and... be honest, 
things I've like that. I've always kind of been like this because mm. I used to get the flu quite a lot when I was younger, like really bad. Once, once it wiped me out for a whole month, I lost about it. Jeez. And then I started getting the flu gel because of it because I just thought I can't handle this. And that made me like a bit of a freak about washing my hands and washing handles and things like that. So mm. it's really something I really do anyway. I'll, I'll tend to do it anyway. Just go for a bit of cast up for my immune system. And I'll just catch whatever go. It's crazy how, you know, people got different immune systems and it's all like to do with, you know, I think sometimes it's your genetics, sometimes, you know, it's your lifestyle, your diet. Um, but, you know, like you've just got to, I think, you know, be, be mindful of what you're doing, what you eat, how much water you drink. And just kind of, you know, trying to be clean and healthy as possible. But like, I know some people, like you said, like yourself, who've had colds all the time. Whereas you get some people who never have anything, or they might get one cold and then yeah. that's it. Well, like colds, I'll, t- I'll tend to have like about eight or nine colds a year. In the end, I don't even know when I've got it and when I yeah. have got it because you just get that used to it. But it was just a flu. Yeah. The flu just wiped it out completely. Just crazy shit in there, sweating and shaking nonstop all day. Jeez. But um, so yeah, so I'd be fucking terrified of getting this disease. Like, yeah, the, the thing is that the, I think the media's put out a lot of different things. There's a lot of like cases and news that isn't factual, or people don't know if it's That's real it. or not. And you get a lot. I don't know about you, but you get like, like 40, 50 videos and messages off group chats every day. Like, like that I seen one yesterday mm. some woman you've got to stay in on Thursday or loads of babies are going to die and all this and my dad sent me in I'm like she contradicts herself though because she said it takes two weeks to get in your system so how's everyone going to die tomorrow <laughs> and he was like oh you yeah. don't know what you're talking about I'm like you're just getting scaremongered yeah this, there was a lot of media out there that isn't overly great I mean I, I kind of scared myself because I if, you know, whatever you want to find on the internet, if you look hard enough, exactly. you'll find it. And I, I googled like footage from Wuhan when it was all happening, and some of it was scary. Mm-hmm. Like there was like, I'm not going to go too much detail, but there was like basically like getting people in bags and just throwing them on buses because they had no space. And there were like people in like hospital hallways on the floor and on beds, just kind of like you know, just thrown about, just kind of like because there's no space anywhere else. And it freaked me out, and I was like, "Gosh, is that is that what's going to be like here if we're not careful?" Um, and they, you know, they they warned. I think Italy and Spain have warned the UK, but um, I know that we haven't we've got good equipment but I think you know we haven't got as as, as good equipment as we want no. to have but like you know I've got a I've got like a FFP2 kind of respiratory respiratory mask which I've worn a few times when I've gone to the supermarket yeah. and um, I remember like you know with like gloves and stuff that I've got on but I remember before like was it like a week or two ago, I was the only person in Tesco in like gloves and mats. And I looked around, I was like, what are people doing? Like, well, I went to to Morrison's last week and I had the shame, I had a little mask on and gloves. Not many people did. And I found it was older people who seemed to not be taking it seriously. Like, I'd go yeah. in the supermarket and there'd be like old people stood in the middle of an aisle with just blocking the trolley, just standing there looking at stuff and you're waiting to get past and like looking at you as if to say, Yeah, just go around me. And I'm like, No, I don't want to go anywhere near you. And then you and then yeah. go down an aisle yeah. with like a lad or girl, you know, an age or younger, and we're like, got our backs to each shelf trying not to go by each other. It's nuts. Yeah. It's so difficult, though. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who aren't. Um, kind of following the rules that they're just no, not thinking. Like, um, I like, there was, 
I mean, I'm quite mindful. Like, I was on the aisles yesterday, and I was kind of like, um, you know, let people pass and kind of giving, kind of giving way, so to speak. And some people, you know, I think some people are, you know, frightened. You know, I'm quite an empath, and it makes me feel upset to see some old people. You know, there's a guy with a mask pushing a trolley, and it just looks yeah, so frightened. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's a, and I just. I just felt really upset and um, it just makes you very grateful, you know, it makes you, it makes you think, it makes you realize that, you know, the other people who've kind of got it far worse than you, you know, like, or their health might be worse than yours. They might be much older than yourself. I think this flat, I could show me people's true colors. Like you you can see like the amount of people like, the nurses and doctors and people who are working just like doing everything they can to help people and people staying in and following the, and then other people who are just like I don't give a shit it's just so selfish just don't give a fuck about what they're doing just going out and standing well, there, well, that's and just it. touching everything and not asking breathing all over them or, or like trying to fucking get their shit before anybody else's it's just amazing yeah it is, it is completely selfish. I mean, I don't think it's so... I mean, I, I don't know how many cases are in Liverpool, but like I think in Cornwall is around 200 or something yeah. at the minute. So it's not as bad um, as a you know, country. But... In the end, it was just stressing me out in the end, so I just was looking at the figures and stuff like that. But I think we, we had like about... 20 for ages and then the last time I looked I think it had gone up to about 160 and I was just like oh you're coming you know <laughs> yeah it's, it's mad so I remember when I looked at it and I think Cornwall where I am at the minute it was on like 10 I remember looking at it and going oh there's 10 cases and then it's like 200 and something now but um, it just just shows you how fast viruses spread. I mean, all you've got to do is be in a group of people. And the crazy thing is, um, there was like certain kind of events that were going off with the um, horse kind yeah. of racing festival that had the go-ahead. There was a couple hundred, I don't know how many, there was thousands of people oh, there. The Cheltenham races and then that kind of spread across loads of people and Football matches as well. Yeah, well, we had one, didn't we? Just before it got cancelled against Athletic Home Madrid, where the virus was terrible. Madrid had cancelled all the games, but let three and a half thousand Madrid fans fly over. <laughs> right. And they've mixed around and gone places and restaurants yeah. and everything else. Not. Yeah, I think. I think, like, you know, we will get through it. I just think, you know, we've got to use this wisely. I think, you know, we, we don't ever get this much downtime, no. like, at all. The first um, week, I just went crazy and was just drinking every day. <laughs> just like, what's there to do? I'll just get pissed again. And I was like, I don't do this every day. Turn into an alcoholic. Yeah. Like, I, I went to Lidl the other day and there was a guy behind me in the with a trolley and he must have put like six bottles of gin in this trolley <laughs> he put like six bottles of gin in this trolley two two bottles of wine and some beer and I was like and he didn't look very healthy as it was and um, I was like you know there are other things to do like I, I bought a box of Corona well, you know, yeah that's all um, he was at one point <laughs> yeah stupidity of people like I seen, I seen a, a picture of just Corona left, and I was like, surely that's got to be staged. People can't be that stupid. And I remember like, the same way. All that was left was Corona, and I was like, that's a lot of people not buying Corona. Which means there's so many stupid people in the world like thinking they're gonna get it out of it. I just couldn't believe it. I, I drove home and don't even remember driving home because I was I couldn't believe the stupidity of people. Yeah, it is crazy. But like, I think crises they bring out the best and the worst in people. Like, you know, there's a lot of positive stuff yeah. going off out there, and there's a lot of like yeah. negative. Nice, there's um, loads of people coming together and helping, isn't it? 
I did see a video on the internet yesterday where these um, some part of America and all these kind of Jewish people were all crowding in the streets and they're refusing to like you know social distance and us. And I think the police are just firing them with these water cannons and they're just like flying around like skittles. Crazy. And it's like you know, like really, you know, just use your common sense. Mm-hmm. That's all it is, and I think a lot of people lack it. <laughs> Where people are going to fume and breaking lockdowns to go and pray, and, and then all that. Mm. you're just like just pray in your house if that's what you believe in. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot more police activity where I am. I mean, I live in the middle of nowhere, but um, I think there's a police car that's regularly doing patrols. There was a police helicopter. Yeah, the golf club. Mm. When I was walking with my brother, and um, it started flying towards us, and I was like, "Is it going to land on the green somewhere?" And like, question is how long we've been outside. <laughs> we have a, we normally have loads of police by ours where I live. It's like central to all the areas, and there's a McDonald's on the road where the else the police force congregate there. But since this has come, I've seen a lot less police because obviously they've had to be with the police, so there hasn't been that, that many by mm. It, You know, like, I think we're, like, we are pretty strict at the minute, but I think some other countries are, like, much worse. Like, I think the, the president of the Philippines said he's going to shoot, people should be shot. <laughs> but, like, this is putting a lock lockdown orders. I'm like, what? <laughs> Oh, that's crazy, isn't it? I mean, it probably will. Yeah, somebody... <laughs> yeah, I mean... I did... I mean, there's always going to be that one person or this group of people who don't obey orders. Like, there's hundreds of cases across the country in the UK where people are having barbecues and house parties. Yeah, probably is. I mean, I've noticed a lot by my aunt. There's a lot of teenagers on bikes where the parents have just, like, can't be bothered with them anymore. And it's like, well, what if they, what if they construct it? Well, that house and bring it back to your house. It's just it's ridiculous. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm. I've got five kids. So three of them come and stay with me two days a week, three days a week. I've got five kids in the house, and it's hard work. It makes it, um, mm. it can, uh, it can bring out the worst in you. To be honest, I've had a few meltdowns while I've been in the house, but you're not just gonna get sick. Yeah. Die. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of, you know, what I empathise with and, you know, feel sorry in those situations, you know, like yourself in those situations where, you know, you've got your kids running around and, you know, you might be restricted of where you can go and what you can <laughs> it do. It is isn't it? And to your kids, you've had them, so it's tough shit. You have to keep them all in. Yeah. I mean... It, is there a park? Oh, I thought, can you go to parks? Like, where, where do you, where do you take your kids, or do you walk around the block, yeah, or no, go? We've got a garden, so just uh, basically just been playing games in the back garden. Bought a few classics from the old school back and taught the kids them. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, nice. Stuck in the mud. Yeah, that in nothing anymore. What what game is that? Stuck in the mud. Is that a video game? Is no, it? No, no. It's a, you know a game of tick or tag oh tag yeah yeah you get, yeah you get caught you have to stand with your legs open and then the other kid has to free you by crawling under your legs yeah we used to call it we used to call that one one two three yeah. I don't know why we just, yeah we've been playing a lot of them been doing nice having them doing laps around the garden trying to tie themselves out but there's only so much you can do with them with that many lads and they all just start fighting <laughs> yeah you have to buy like a punching bag or a boxing bag or something or get some pads some boxing gloves and that for Christmas last year and they, they had them for a bit and in the end they just whipped the gloves off and just start fighting <laughs> oh Jesus because boxing's a big thing in Liverpool isn't it it is yeah but uh, I, I used to love kick I used to love kickboxing yeah, the, yeah, that is quite a big thing in Liverpool, but yeah, they just they, they just start to keep tabs on all of them. Yeah. Would you? What? How would you say you're kind of like coping with this? Like, 
team emotionally, physically, mentally? Like, what kind of like it's working for you? Or what? What, what could other people benefit from like, like exercising, running? I've been exercising. I've been since I since I stopped drinking. I haven't been drinking for a, for a few days now. Since trying to eat healthily. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say I am kind of struggling with it to be honest with you. Mm. But uh, but yeah, it's just about keeping busy. I think Sunday, I like I go for a run, and then I come back and I clean up, tidy the house from off the floor, play with the kids, try and do a bit on my YouTube, and on social media, watch a few videos. But then you do realise how much time you in the day when you do all that, and you still got time to fill it, and then. When you're sitting there and you've got mm. nothing else to do, and then you just you can't find the motivation to do it because you're just like, oh, lost. <laughs> and then that's when you're, yeah, it's just your your mind starts wandering, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just I think it's just trying to channel that energy into other areas and being like, like what I find helps me is I, I don't know if it works for you, like writing things down and having like a journal almost yeah. and. Um, like I've started doing like a gratitude list, so I'll kind of write things that I'm grateful for, and then plan out. I'm going to start planning out my day. That's what I'm going to be thinking. So, yeah. like you, I was thinking that this morning. You kind of make time if it's a work day, something like that. Have a set time because mm. it kind of yeah, it kind of gives you like a bit of a plan you know, a bit more structure to your day because it's so easy if you don't have a plan. You can just get distracted by something or you're not regulating your time on things. It is. But I find a lot of, if I'll be like sitting down or lying down on the couch, give it 10 minutes, I just don't want to get back up again and I'm just like, ugh, ugh. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Just getting lazy and I just can't even be bothered cooking for myself or anything. But mm-hmm. if I'm keeping busy through the day and just keeping things doing without sitting down, then I'm all right. It's when I sit down. Mm. Mm. It's, it's building that momentum isn't it I mean it's like if you you know go and you for going for a run in the morning I mean that's difficult in itself and like you know you do that that builds a bit of momentum you do something else that builds a bit of momentum you know even if that's washing the dishes yeah. or tidying something mm. you then but it gives you a little accomplishment when it's done yeah like um, when I do the runs the first one okay I don't on 5k I was shocked at me time I used to run in about 22 minutes nearly <laughs> <laughs> 38 I walked a few times and then the next day mm. two minutes off it and then yesterday morning my feet were just blistered to death because I haven't run for so long so yeah so I done I just done my front garden and it was roasting yesterday wasn't it so done yeah. yesterday and then uh, that took most of my day up I had loads of stuff in the side of the house you know just rubbish that I've been collecting it's where my house is on the mm. corner every time the wind blows because there's no fences in our front gardens because the new build houses where my house is mm. it seemed everybody just blows into the side of the house so, yeah. so I used to clean it regularly and then I got a cog on the thing I'm not doing this anymore it's not even my rubbish and then yesterday it was like you're going to have to do it because no one else is going to do it yeah just pushes you to do it like. yeah but after I'd done that I was like and then walked outside and I was like my house looks half decent again now like I just I just like, all the grass all the grown and just leave and, and yesterday I just did the morals and then I'm going to mm. gonna flag off my back garden as well but I to get on to it like being here with Wix this morning and there's like waiting times mm. to get on the website and it says oh. I've got 60 minutes until it's your turn and then you do something and then you go on it's like you've missed your turn <laughs> it's another 60 minutes <laughs> oh my <laughs> god man I I was looking at Wix because um, I bought I bought a few pairs of gloves from not Wix sorry uh, Screwfix there's a Screwfix near me and um, before this kind of like lockdown came into place they um it was doing like a click and collect system or you, you could actually go into the shop and get certain items. But um, the likes of masks and gloves and stuff are completely out of stock. And I remember if they had a, anything in stock, it was click and collect. And if you didn't click and collect it in five minutes, it was sold out because people were just, just panicking, buying like masks. And um, it's 
probably why there's such a shortage as well of masks because people are just bulk bought them. People who don't exactly really need no, them. Do you know what annoys me as well? Is that I hate wasting stuff. Like I'm a bad for waste. Like if 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 something's going up in that fridge and no one's eating it, I'll sit there and make a point of eating everything. So it's gone because you hate what if the kids will leave stuff? I'm just like, no, you can eat that or you're not getting nothing else. You just can't waste it. So mm. what's annoying me is so many people have bulk, bulk bought stuff. They're going to end up throwing it all out. <laughs> annoying me. And then when I went to, do you know, the other week when there was like shortage, bog roll and stuff like that, only went in mm-hmm. and there was no lentils. And I'm like, because I, I, I eat quite a lot of lentils. And I was like... Lentils are good, yeah. Yeah, people don't even eat lentils. And now they're taking my lentils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is mental. That's what I've seen in supermarkets. Like, I think it's good they've kind of put more regulations in place because, you know, I think that they in mind they have a weight. They One person goes out, one person goes in. Um and you're only allowed a certain amount of items. I think it's 80 items or three of the same item. Yeah, three of which, which makes sense. Whereas before, I mean, Jesus, there was people buying all kinds of stuff. Like, and, and people were just panic thinking it's going to run out, but it's not going to run out. Definitely. Yeah. Sorry. That's what. That's what. But um, I was saying like uh, before this happened, like the reg- before the supermarkets put you know regulations in place, it was a bit more, it was a bit crazy. People were just buying loads of stuff like in bulk, and um, you know, no toilet roll left. Like ginger, like I remember, like, I got I managed to get two bits of ginger yesterday from Tesco, but I remember like. For ages, there wasn't any ginger, there's no lemon, there was no lettuce, there was no um, just stuff you'd never think about running out, even like beans, no, no beans on the shelf whatsoever. What I didn't understand is when people were like walking to the trolleys with baby milk, like one night I had to drive saffron everywhere looking for baby milk, and it's like, What do you need? And then you're, you're seeing people fucking in queues with like trolleys full of baby milk, and you think, oh, Why are you saving them? Yes, and nappies as well, wasn't it? Like nightmare to get hold of. And you couldn't because I have like my daughter's only one. Like we just had to go and like family members where she'd been and like just be taking lots of nappies off people because we couldn't get them anywhere for the month of week. Jesus. Actually, thought we were gonna to have to start putting it in t shirts and like washing the t shirts and that. <laughs> Jesus, that's something out from the 1920s or something. Mm-hmm. Is it like, yeah, my because my um, my brothers and my mum are like kind of borderline vegan slash vegetarian, so like certain foods they don't eat. So I was like, you know, looking around Tesco and um. There was like loads of corn stuff gone and gluten free stuff yeah. out of stock, and um, some shops I managed to do okay and um, kind of get everything on the list. But sometimes it's you know, you end up you don't want to start a fight with someone over like I don't know, a tub of ice cream or like a jar of honey or something. Oh, it's mad. But it's, uh, well, we, uh, I don't know whether because you, you said you've got quite a quiet area. There's quite a lot of like bigger shops by man, but the other in them mm. shops, like when the toilet rolls shortage happened, they still had loads. So it was like people just going to supermarkets and bulk buying. Like you go in them shops and you could still get it in there. Yeah, I've. I mean, I've got a spa shop and a deli, delicatessen, delicatessen, mm-hmm. like you said, a deli. Um, and the the deli down the road, they've closed now. They're just doing deliveries and click and collect kind of stuff and then um, there's a spa shop which is really good but you know have a lot of things yeah but you end up paying that bit more because it's if the area and where it is but like um, toilet roll and towel some like B&M there's an industrial state and there's a little there's a Tesco and a B&M and the B&M's got 
loads of kitchen towel. But like, I know Tesco takes a bit of a hit. Yeah. It's probably the busiest place. When the walk through, there was a few kitchen rolls left when, he, when mm. the shortage first happened. So I picked it up and mm. said to me, babe, I'll just have to wipe my ass with that until my fella just started laughing and he went, I'm not wiping my ass with that. We're going for hunting. <laughs> Jeez, it's like sandpaper. Yeah. The toilet paper you used to have in school. Cut you. It's crazy um, that a lot of places started whacking, like charging a lot more for their prices. Yeah. Uh, I, there was no toilet roll anywhere, and I went to the deli and I ended up buying nine toilet rolls for like £5.45. <laughs> 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 oh, right, Adam. To go make a good watch. Yeah, of course, mate. What are you taking? Yeah, it was great catching up with you. and um, all the best and you know keep keep doing what you're doing mate, take it easy we'll do another one soon yeah yeah of course yeah. take these, mate bye 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 Hi, I would just like to say a massive thank you for tuning into this podcast and I'm really, really grateful to be on this path and journey with you all. If you would ever like to provide feedback, you can do so by going on Apple Podcasts and leaving a review or you can send me an email at thepositivitypodcast.gmail.com All feedback is much appreciated. If you would like to donate anything at all, I have a Patreon account where you can donate a small amount and you get exclusive content from the podcast. Or I also have a PayPal if you would like to donate anything as well. Just a small gesture. And all donations all go towards the podcast and making it a better experience for you all. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes.